welcome to Baby Tour Guide's Montessori Babies podcast. I'm your host and baby tour guide, Bianca Solorsano, and for the last decade, I have dedicated myself to helping parents, educators, and caregivers optimize baby development through a Montessori lens. This podcast is all about evolving our Montessori practice to make our time with our sweet babies easier, relaxed, and so much fun. Let's jump into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of our Montessori Babies podcast. I am so, so excited for this week. I had the most amazing guest and conversation with this guest about the prepared adult. So Montessori's idea of the prepared adult. And for those of you who are familiar with Montessori, you likely know that this is such a big topic (laughs) Um, and one that we could not possibly cover in one conversation. But we definitely made a point to hit just all of the amazing main main pieces of info to help you get started and, you know, continue to evolve your Montessori practice. Now, the guest that we had is so, so special. Um, and I'm just so grateful that she was able to come on our show. Her name is Junifa Uzadiki, and she is an amazing, amazing Montessorian. She has the AMI training, so the international training that Maria Montessori herself created. And she is trained from zero all the way to age 12. So she has the zero to three training, the three to six training, the six to 12 training. And she runs her very own Montessori school called Fruitful Orchard Montessori in Abuja, Nigeria. And that's actually where she lives. So she lives there with her husband and her three young children. And she is just such an inspiration for parents around the world to bring Montessori into their lives by sharing her Montessori journey, which, as you will learn in this interview that's coming up, it was very much guided by her children, which is so Montessori, you know, anyway, you know, (laughs) child-led. And she's just such an inspiration. She offers a ton of resources on her blog and her Instagram, which I will have linked below for you guys in case you're interested in looking her up. And one of the most exciting things in Junifa's world is that she just released a book. So she actually co-wrote the book, which is super relevant to our community. It's called The Montessori Baby. And I'm sure some of you who are familiar with Montessori have heard about the book called The Montessori Toddler, written by Simone Davies. And Junifa and Simone actually co-wrote this version for for babies, for infants. And it, it just has so much wonderful information. I loved reading it. Um, and, you know, it gives a lot, a lot of great tips. And it's structured in a way that makes it, you know, so easy to read. You don't even necessarily have to read it all, all the way through, you know, cover to cover. It can be just looking up stuff that you're interested in uh, within the world of Montessori. So, Let's go ahead and jump into the interview. I'm so excited for you guys to take a listen to it. It was such such a treat uh, to have Junifa on our show. And so thank you again to Junifa for coming on. And I hope to have her back one day. Let's go ahead and jump into our interview with Junifa and talk all about the prepared adults. We have such a special guest today. Thank you so much, Junifa, for being with us. 
Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to sharing with you and your listeners. I have been just so excited for this conversation. You're just a rock star Montessorian. The more that I got to learn about your history and your trainings and everything that you're doing, it's just so inspirational. And so I was hoping, you know, you could tell our community a little bit about your history in Montessori and Montessori education. Sure. I actually discovered Montessori completely by chance. Um, I was working in the U.S. at that time as a strategy manager with an automotive company, so nothing to do with education or, you know, child care, and I didn't have children at the time. But my mom was an educator, and she owns a school, so she, whenever she would visit me in the U.S., she liked to visit schools. And one time, I was her chauffeur, and one of the schools we happened to visit in the area was a Montessori school and I was just blown away I had never seen anything like it um, we were observing one one way window and the children would stand up push in their chairs put their work away as I was watching a few of them set up the table for lunch with the tablecloth and, and I was just completely blown away and I wanted to know more about what I was seeing and so I signed up to take a course it was just an introductory course at the time I mean, it was like a Montessori methods and um, okay, I don't even remember what it was called, but I fell more in love and I wanted to know more. At the time I hadn't, I was married, but I hadn't had any children yet. So I thought, oh, I'll just start from the very beginning. So I took the zero to three training and I had my first son one week after the training. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was such a blessing. And during the training, I attended a Montessori Congress and there were all these people of different ages, older, younger. And every time they would see me, they'd be like, you look like you're about to have a baby. Um, are you a Montessori? And I say, yes, I'm taking the training. And they'll say, wow, it's such a blessing for you to have discovered this before having your children. And so I felt um, like, you know, I, I felt the responsibility to use this. And so I had my son and I put, I tried to put everything I had learned into practice and it just made that first year so beautiful and so different from everything that I had, you know, my previous previously conceived notions. He was a joyful child. He was happy. I always felt like I knew what to expect and how to guide him. Mm-hmm. And I just no more. Like I kept wanting to know more. So before his third birthday, I signed up for the three to six training. Before his six, so <laughs> I signed up for his six to twelve training. And um, oh. yeah, and I started a Montessori school here in Nigeria. I sit on the AMI board. So yeah, my I, I all areas of my life are connected to Montessori at this point. That is so beautiful. That is such an amazing story. And I love how, you know, your your Montessori journey was also guided by your child, you know, your child's development. That is just so beautiful. I love that. <laughs> um, so the reason we have you on our show today is you have some very exciting things happening in your current life, right? So um, you have, you co-wrote a book that's going to be released really soon. Yes. So exciting. Yes, I'm excited to share the Montessori baby with the world. It's going to be released on 11. And um, yeah, it's like a love and also to the caregivers, to the mother, to the father, just um, letting them in on this secret that I feel like was given to me on how to understand our babies, how to guide them differently, and how to enjoy the parenting journey. You know, it doesn't have to be 
overwhelming. It doesn't have to feel like we don't, you know, so many people say there's no um, guidebook for parenting or nobody tells you what to expect. So we hope that this book can be that guidebook for parents. It can be that, you know, what to expect, <laughs> you know, <laughs> encyclopedia of knowledge for parents right you can I don't know if you read the entire book you can read the entire book or you can just you know take it in in little sections you know when you're feeding your baby you can take a look or if your baby's taking a nap just you can look and just see and feed your soul with little bits of it so yes I'm excited to share the book with the world It's such a beautiful, beautiful book to our community. I just finished it. It is so worth the read. It has so many amazing and tangible tips. And I think that's kind of part of, you know, what's so beautiful about this, the way that you guys wrote the book, it makes it, you know, the Montessori method so accessible, you know, um, some of, I wrote some of the things down that I, I really, really enjoyed. Um, one of the things that I loved is that you wrote a lot of tips of how we can observe our babies, you know, mm-hmm. c- certain things to look for. Um, in my experience working with, you know, parents and even new educators, um, those those tips are really helpful to evolving mm-hmm. your Montessori practice. And so I that was just so amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, my my list is long <laughs> of the things that I loved about the book, but I'll just name a couple of them. <laughs> I love how, you know, you have tips within each chapter of, you know, practice tips and observation tips, those little boxes that you have, and they stand out to you. So, for a community out there when you're reading through the book, you know, she and Simone really highlight, you know, the different areas that you can focus on within each subtopic within Montessori babies. So it's really, really awesome. You know, there's, there's just so many amazing things and you can just like Jennifer has said, you can read it, you know, front to back, which I just did. And it was an amazing read, but you can also just easily access what you're looking for within it. So, so amazing. So, so amazing. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. You know, when we wrote the book, we wanted it to be a resource, not just for parents, but anybody who spends time with children, for grandparents, for aunties, for uncles, for nannies, for guides. So whoever, if you have a baby in your life in any form, whether it's your biological child or just a child that you love, we hope that the book will help you understand that child better and just know how to interact with them in a more respectful, loved, filled and understanding way. So yes, that you found that, like you found the book accessible and relatable. Totally. You know, I felt also like it was a great, even, you know, coming from having had, you know, some Montessori experience, it was a great inspiration, a great refresher with a lot of points that maybe some things I kind of, you know, forgot about in practice, you know, as time goes by, it's kind of like, oh yes, this is such an amazing point, you know, and then you're just re-inspired and that's kind of the perfect segue into what we are going to talk about today, which is the prepared adult. <laughs> hey, I love talking about the prepared adults. So, um, yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad. Um, so to start, you know, I was hoping you could just tell our audience what this, what this term even means. What is Montessori's idea of the prepared adult? 
So the prepared adult is that person who cares for the child, right? Who, when we when we think about our role as a Montessori adult, whether it's a teacher or a parent or anybody who spends time with the child, um, our role is that of a guide. And when we, we we always talk about a triangle where there's the child, there's the environment, and then there's the adult. And I look at the adult and the environment as kind of together because those are the two things that help the child become who they're going to be. So when I think about the prepared adult, the analogy that I think about is the child as a seed and the adult as the gardener. So the seed already has the plant inside of it, right? There's that plant there. You don't have to do it. You're not the one who puts the plant in there. You don't have to tell the plants to come out. All you have to do as the gardener is prepare the soil and put the seed in the soil and make sure that the the, um, conditions are right. You know, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. You're putting enough water, not too much. You're watching to see how the plant is responding. Maybe the sun is too much for the soil. Maybe you need to move it to a shaded area or maybe you need to prune some leaves or maybe you need to add some manure. So that's basically the role of the prepared adult is to know what the child needs so that you can prepare that environment. So you need to read, you need to, you know, gather that information. The role of the prepared adult is also to just observe because as you observe, you will learn from the plant or from our child what they need. You'll see, is the leaf wilting a little bit or is the, you know, you can tell, is the soil too wet? Is the sun too hot? You know, you can, mm-hmm. and it's, it's our child now. We see how are they moving? How do they move? What sounds are they making? How do they tell us when they're hungry? How do they tell us when they're tired? You know, how do they respond to changes? We, Our role as the prepared adult is to look at our child and try to see what they're telling us and respond, modify or or prepare the environment based on what we're seeing in the child. So that for me, when I think about the prepared um, adult, I just think about a gardener. But the only thing is that instead of seeds, we're cultivating our children who are seeds too, in a way. them we're providing them with the warmth with the love with the understanding so that's how I think about a prepared adult that's such an amazing analogy and so you know it just brings it to life you know the role uh, that we have you know whether working in the home or the classroom or you know if you're a nanny going in home you know it's just Mm -hmm. such an amazing visual to help our Montessori practice you know as far as what what we're supposed to do (laughs) One, you know, point that I want to um, talk about is how being prepared as an adult um, and, you know, just, I guess, being ready for the day-to-day existence is relevant mm-hmm. to infancy specifically. So if you could touch on that, that would be so amazing. <laughs> so I think um, being prepared for our baby involves several things. First of all, we need time with the baby. So for you to have time with the baby, it's time away from other things. I think especially in those first few months when the child is still adapting to this new environment, it calls for the parent or the mother or the 
um, primary caregiver to, to be present. So as an adult, I think that it's important to make sure that you have your systems, your support systems in place. It might be, you know, having a mother-in-law or like a mother or a friend, someone who helps you with some of the other things that you're supposed to do. Having a community. I live in Nigeria and we talk about how it takes a village to raise a child. And I think you know, many times we forget, we think that we are responsible for doing everything, for caring for the child, for making sure our home looks great, for working. Um, I really think that, again, another plant analogy, I think that there are seasons in life. And in that season where you're caring for a newborn or for a young baby, it's so important to slow down, to reduce the unnecessary things and just come in and be present. And I think it also requires us to feel ourselves. We need to feel ourselves, make sure that we're taking time to drink water. You know, many times, whether you're a teacher or a parent, you know that sometimes we can get so into what we're doing with our babies or children that we forget even simple things as drinking water, simple things as eating nourishing meals, simple things as getting enough sleep. It's so important because if you're going to be slow and present and, you know, respectful and kind to your child, you need to make sure your basic needs are met. You need to make sure your emotional needs are met. So I think that as a prepared adult, those are some of the ways that you prepare yourself so that you're showing up, you're present in the way that your baby needs you to be, meeting your basic needs, meeting your emotional needs, and then just um, educating yourself because some of these things are not, you know, it's, it's your instincts are usually good, but our instincts are also linked to how we were raised sometimes. So it's good to expose yourself, read things. There's so much information, so it can be overwhelming. But when we choose and limit what we um, take in, but choose the right ones and just prepare yourself. So that's how um, I see the preparation of the adults. That is so beautiful. I love how, you know, the idea behind just being ready and being present and slowing down, you know, that was actually one of my favorite parts um, within your book and something that is actually, it sounds simple, but is actually really intricate to convey, you know, and to kind of learn and be and, um, and, you know, starting with yourself is so key. So thank you so much for that, because that was just really, really a beautiful description. <laughs> I think that um, even in our, I was think, thinking earlier that even in I was asked the question, somebody asked me that, what about parents who work or people who don't spend a lot of time with their children? That is it only um, that it sounds like you have to do so much. You have to be a stay at home mom or, but you don't have to. I think that even in the short interactions that we have with our children, we can slow down. It can be when you're feeding your child, being intentional about making eye contact and just slowing down when you're changing their diaper, talking to them, using slow and gentle hands and just being conscious. I don't think it's like, it's always quality, right? Even if you're spending an hour with the child and even if you're spending 10 minutes, just being slow, intentional and present. So I think that that's what being slow gives us. It, may, it expands or extends any time we spend with the child. When you're slow, if you spend 10 minutes, it feels a little longer, you know, to both of you. 
Mm-hmm. Totally. And it can kind of be hard sometimes, you know, in the fast pace of, of life, if you're, you know, home with multiple children or even one child, or if you're in the classroom with multiple children, it can be hard. But as long as it's at the forefront of your mind, you know, you can kind of reel yourself back in and, and be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, within Montessori, one of the things that I really just adore about this idea is how she breaks it down, you know, between the physical preparation, the intellectual preparation and the spiritual preparation. And so I was hoping you would talk a little bit about that as well, because it's just such a beautiful idea. Sure. So I think that I've talked uh, the physical preparation of the environment, you know, we're thinking about the spaces that we create for the children, for babies. I think that, um, you know, they're in that period of the absorbent mind where the things they see, not only, you know, they don't only take it, they, it becomes a part of them. So making sure that the spaces that we're creating for our babies are simple, are orderly, are beautiful, are, um, you know, they're meeting the baby's needs. So thinking about a place for the baby to sleep, a place for the baby to eat, a place for them to change, and um, a place for them to play. Again, many people, when they think about Montessori, think about maybe expensive or like, it doesn't have to be. It's more about simple and beautiful, attractive, aesthetically pleasing, and then if it meets the baby's needs. And then intellectually, I think it's knowing um, two concepts in Montessori that I think are so important like for a a parent or a caregiver are the human tendencies children no matter where they are actually human beings not just children no matter where they are in the world and no matter when they are born have some basic commonalities you know they have some basic things that they need they they need to move they need to explore they need to communicate they're curious So if you know these things, regardless of where you are, you can prepare yourself to meet those needs for your child in the way that you can in your own. So knowing that, knowing about the human tendencies and then knowing about the planes of development. So children, just like seeds, they almost transform. You know, there's some seeds that need to be in a nursery first and then you can move them outside. So it's it's the same with children from zero to six they're a different way. They need you to be different as a guide. They need you to be different as a parent. And then as they go from six to 12, they're different. You know, in, in zero to three, they're trying, they're zero to six, they're trying to know how to do things for themselves. Um, they absorb in mind. As they get older, they're more logical. They want to know how things work. They want to understand the intricacy of things and they want to think for themselves. As they get older, they're more social. They're learning how to be adults. And so knowing this, knowing how your child is going to change from plane to plane is the intellectual preparation that you can be. And I think the spiritual preparation is kind of what we talked about just learning how to be present, you know, learning how to slow down, how to observe, how to enjoy each moment, you know, babies kind of invite us to slow down, to stop, to be present, to take joy in the little things, to go outside with them and look at the leaves, look at the grass and just enjoy all of those things. I think um, for me, that's the spiritual preparation, that ability to slow down, observe. So, um, For me, those are some ways that you can prepare physically, 
um, intellectually and spiritually. So beautiful. Thank you so much for, for offering this advice. What I love about your book is that it touches on so many big topics within, you know, the world of Montessori and starting in pregnancy and just, it is such an awesome way to, you know, fuel your Montessori practice and be, you know, a prepared adult, right? It offers so much amazing information to support your journey with your child, whether you're a parent, caregiver, educator, working in home, classroom, doesn't matter. Or if you're just curious about, you know, baby development and Montessori, it's a good read too. <laughs> That's what we were hoping it would be. That's what yeah. we would be. So we, it's really like a love letter, right? It's a love letter to the baby, a love letter about the baby, a love letter to parents, to caregivers, to anyone who loves a child. Um, it's an invitation to see our children differently, to see them as capable, to see them as humans deserving of respect, and an invitation to just treat them with more love, with more understanding and with respect, you know, to talk to them, come down to their level, use gentle hands and slow down and just enjoy, enjoy being with our babies. So yes, that's exactly what we were hoping for. Oh my goodness. And it is just that everyone. So I will have everything linked below. Um, I'll have the link to your, your website and your social media accounts as well. So we can go and find you. You and Simone Davies wrote just the most beautiful, beautiful book. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for this opportunity, for having me. Thank you. And that was our interview with the wonderful Junifa Uzadiki. I want to give a big thanks to her again for coming on our show and talking all about the prepared adult. And I will have all of her resources linked below. I will also have her links to the Montessori baby, the book that is now available below for you as well. So if you're interested in that, definitely, definitely check it out. It's an amazing read. And as per usual, we're going to go ahead and end with a quote to just kind of get our wheels turning on this topic. <laughs> so this week, the quote is, Plainly, the environment must be a living one, directed by a higher intelligence, arranged by an adult who is prepared for his mission. Dr. Maria Montessori. I hope this week you guys got a lot of really great info about the prepared adult. In my experience... This topic has felt just as important as having a prepared space or prepared environment because, and especially working with infants, at the end of the day, you know, infants are, are still very much dependent on us to regulate their day and set up their space and, you know, know, you know, how to read their cues and stuff like that. And so if we go in with just a calm present mentality and we're there we're observing we're working with our baby your babies <laughs> you know it it just makes the experience just so much more peaceful and beautiful and just really pulled together which is exactly what Dr. Montessori said about everything within the environment you know so um anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode i am 
so excited for everyone to listen to it. And thank you again to the wonderful parents and educators and caregivers who take the time to listen and join in our community and reach out. I love talking to everyone. So feel free to send me an email. My email is bianca at babytourguide.com. And that's about it. So thank you to everyone for tuning in to episode 13 of our Montessori Babies podcast. Our podcast is now officially a teenager. (laughs) Um, And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Hey, it's Bianca, your baby tour guide here, hopping back in to say thank you again for listening to this episode of Montessori Babies. If you'd like to support your baby's earliest and most important years the Montessori way, I have a totally free masterclass that teaches the six essential steps to begin Montessori with your baby that gives you the exact, seldomly spoken about steps that I created after over a decade working with Montessori babies, families, and caregivers. You can register via the link in our show notes or in my bio on Instagram at babytourguide. Also, if you're enjoying my podcast, I would absolutely love if you'd leave a review to help other parents and caregivers find and join our community. Thanks again for listening to Montessori Babies, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Bye!